Hi, my name is Rachel Perry. I am a 48 years old, grey-haired curve model. I'm going to be your host for Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career aged 46 modelling, and over on social media I found so many amazing, inspiring women over 40 who are really embracing midlife and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down the stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought it would be fun to share them with you. Welcome back to episode four with this week's guest, the super talented fashion designer, Debbie Wilkinson, creator of Fruit Bats and Screwballs. So a huge welcome to a fellow northerner as well. Thank you for coming on, Debbie. Um, for anyone that's not heard of your brand, how would you describe it? Um, a lover of wool. Absolutely love wool. Um, quite quirky. Um, niche, I would say. Um, Ooh, different, different. It's not the run-of-the-mill um, out women's outwear. It stands out from the crowd, I would say. Yeah, because it's predominantly ponchos, isn't it? Ponchos and capes, yeah, ponchos and capes. Yeah. I do the odd cape. I used to do a lot of capes. In fact, I did more capes than I did ponchos. Um, and then I did a couple of ponchos, and the ponchos took over from the capes because people were like, oh, what are these? Mm. So they started increasing and the capes started decreasing, but... I suppose it's subject to where I sell really because some sell capes really well and some don't sell ponchos. Mm. So, But my, I would say ponchos are the ones that pull the crowd. Yeah. Every woman loves a good poncho. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They like to wrap up and... Yeah, feel cosy. Yeah. 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 Oh, what about the name? Where did Fruit Bass and Spoon Balls come from? Because it's such a fantastic name. It is. There's two versions. There's one that happened between me and a friend, which I'm not going to divulge. Uh, that's the proper version um, but I did actually have the idea really late on a night um, so and I do like fruit bats as in the animal mm. and the screwballs is a light fitting because I was actually sat in the kitchen when I thought right what am I actually going to do with my life mm. what am I actually going to do after coming out of work um, and my daughter had the idea of sewing and I was sat tying it off for quite a while and I went with it mm. so the screwballs is that brilliant so how old, you mentioned already about starting later in life with this, mm. how old were you when you first started this business up? Oh, oh, 2014 is when I left work, um, about 2017, so what, I'll be 52 now, in the mid-40s. Right. Yeah. And this is this is something that you had no you hadn't gone to fashion college, for instance. Absolutely not. And you weren't no. working in that industry. This is kind no. of really starting from grassroots from scratch. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna do it, do it and do it the hard <laughs> do it the way. Hard way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that's kind of the story of my life because I will immerse myself in something I have absolutely nothing about a mm. clue about and, and, and do it that way. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. Um and obviously learnt the hard way in certain degrees as well because there were certain elements where, you know, um, I was misguided or I put my money into stuff that mm. really didn't work out for me. But that's that's the process of learning. Yeah, yeah. And that's not just for me, that's everybody. Mm. I mean, you must have had some sewing... You obviously had some skills. Where did they come from in the first oh, place? Oh, my grandmother. Right. Um, and her mother. My grandma was a master seamstress uh, in the Jewish tailoring houses in Leeds. So she was making several row suits men's suits um pre-war war after the war um absolutely phenomenal and she worked her way up through it as well she started off 
14. Imagine mm. starting off at 14. Yeah. Tailoring, it's bizarre. That's all she ever did. Yeah. Um, but she worked her way right through um, and really quite high up. Checking, she ended up checking all the work and stuff. Um, and she finished her end of her days in Mumro House, which is opposite the um, bus station. It's still there is the building, but all of those buildings behind the bus station in Leeds, um, I used to go in there when I was very little with my grandma. Um, sometimes meet her from work and also sometimes go. She used to buy, obviously, cloth from work and things, mm -hmm. and, um, make suits, ladies' suits, proper, proper ladies' line skirts, Line little jackets as well, so um, all of that part of Leeds has still got quite a lot of tailoring history still mm -hmm. standing, even though all where uh, BBC is and that yeah. all down there is where all the tail all the Jewish tailoring end was. Right. So a lot of the buildings are still up there from that. Mm. So, but my grandma, my grandma so was in my blood. Yes, yeah. so I used to sit on a knee from a very young girl. She had three um, industrial sewing machines at the back of the kitchen, like you do. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and I used to sit on her knee as a, as a tiny child and have really, really vivid memories of sitting on her knee and feeding little bits of, like, cotton pillowcasing and her teaching me mm. on industrial machines. Mm. So it comes from it comes from her. So when you decided that that you needed to find something to be your next kind of career and, and to earn some money... And you decided that you were going to sew and make things. How did that progress to making the ponchos and the capes? Because that's not your obvious choice, is no, it? You know, why no. not? It, it, it's interesting how you made that decision. I loved ponchos as a child. And I just, I, I really kind of randomly fell into it. I, I had a really good look at what was on the market. And I thought, oh, I can revamp that. I can do better than that. And I did do better than that, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a right good look at them and I thought, no. And then I incorporated because I'd also learnt to knit and crochet through family. And the colours came sort of like round at the same time. Um, and the belts as well, because I do the ones with the big bow belts yeah, as well. Yeah, they're beautiful. Know. Yeah, I think they're really good for women who feel quite challenged with their body because yeah. it makes them more body confident. I've had a lot of compliments about them making yeah. women more body confident. Yeah, because normally I like because I'm big busted, mm. and I tend to I have in the past stayed stayed clear of ponchos and capes, even though I love them because yeah. I always think it makes it look like a tent. Yeah. But with yours, the cuts and the fact that they're belted and the way it hangs is completely different ballgame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I studied it. I in my mannequins are not a size twelve. Mm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I have a fourteen, sixteen, and an eighteen. That's what we like to hear. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, um, and when I model, if I, I have shows and things like that, I do. It sounds awful, but I tend to stay away from the slender girls because mm. I want a realistic person. Mm. What's realistic to what's out there on the street? Yeah, that's so, going to buy your products. Yeah. Um, so I, I modelled my um, my fabrics on larger, mon uh, larger mannequins and obviously with the back you'll notice I've, I've made the back fitted because mm. what I didn't want was that billowing sail, sort of like big flappy thing. Yeah. But I also wanted to accentuate a woman's figure just enough, just to give it enough of a little eyeglass yeah. because even from the back women have lovely figures. Yeah, yeah. But enough to, you know, and the bows are feature at the front and you can you just, it takes away everything that women get bothered about, mm. which is in the bus star belly. Yeah. yeah. And you make the bow a feature and then you kind of, you're attracted to the neck because the neck's crochet and then you're attracted to the bow because the bow's a feature. So, and through trial and error and speaking to women and making free ones and asking people for feedback, 
Mm. I honed it into, right, that works. I am mm. selling more of that. Mm. They're selling me that's comfortable. They're telling me they've per- 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 that fabric or that, that fabric. So that's how it developed yeah. quite quite quickly, to be fair. Well, yeah. I mean, let's move on to that because uh, you've not long started before you got the call from New York Fashion yeah. Week to see what you'd like to yeah. send stuff over there. Yeah. And how did that? I mean, that's incredible. Was that within like the first year? Yes, 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 yes. That was very surreal. I'd done Liverpool um, fashion show. Nothing came of it. Um, and then about a fortnight later, um, one of the scouts emailed me and asked me to show over there. Well, how did that feel? That's validation for you, isn't it? I was a bit shocked. I was looking at my Hotmail account half past 11 at night and it come through. Mm. And I passed my phone to my son casually, and he looked at it and he looked at me and went, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Oh. I was like, Oh my God. Um, yeah. And the other thing that surprised me about that is you didn't take them up on it. Because you didn't know. feel like it was the right time for you, did you? Nope. No. no. Which I really admire you for, yeah. because lots of people. And maybe that's an age thing because you've got experience behind you yeah. and you trust your gut instincts. But mm. lots of probably younger people would have just jumped at that and said, yeah, I'll go do that, even if they weren't prepared or they didn't think it was going to be the right time for them. There's a lot of people who said to me, there's a lot of people who've been in this game quite a long time. One was just like, you have got a tug off New York fashion. You, you, that is, that is, that's some going. Mm. Um, and they were like, you've got to go, you've got to go. And I was like, no, I've always wanted to do Paris. Yeah. Paris right. wasn't the one. Mm. I've always wanted to do Paris, I will do Paris. I like that. I will. I will do yeah, Paris. I, I will. Like I don't that. know how, but I will. Yeah. I've yeah. always wanted to do Paris. Paris was the one, to be fair, but somebody did say to me, if you get invited to New York, you automatically get invited to Paris. I said, well, I will do Paris. Um, the money, it was so expensive. It would have been about... Six, seven thousand pounds. Yeah. I couldn't justify that. Yeah. I had a family. Yeah. You know, yeah. I couldn't justify that. I had somebody who straight away immediately said, I can lend that to you. I was like, I don't want, I did, I don't, I've, I've managed to not go through bank loans or anything like that. Yeah. And I didn't want to get into that route. Mm. So I said, no, it's fine. Toyed with it and I thought, right, well, I'll just have to welcome the next opportunity, which came not long after that. Mm. So um, that's when I worked with Mr. Was that Gok? Mr. Wan, yes. And how did that how did that come about? What was that about? He put a shout out on his Instagram page for um, fashion, basically. Um, would you like to appear in one of his um, brunch clubs and uh, it's ladies' fashion? So. Just something in the back of my head said to go for it because you're going to get picked. Because mm. everything goes through him and um, him, Natalie, and Susie. Mm. Them three go through all all of it. They could sit there for hours. Um, and I just knew I'd get picked mm. because my stuff stood out. Yeah. yeah. I, I At that point, I got to a point where I knew my stuff stood out. Yeah. At first, I was very unsure because I had no experience in that field. I got to that point where I thought, I'm confident enough to know they'll go, one, the name, mm. and two, is that even one of the Mel Ponchos yeah. and Capes? Yeah. Um, and they literally got back to me the next day. That's fantastic. And said, yes, mm. straight away. Mm. I was like, oh, all right, okay. Um, and 
That was fantastic. And I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned an awful lot. I learned a lot about my models. Mm. Um, he gave me a lot of advice on my models. He told me my models were too young for my product. Mm. He gave me a lot of advice that people pay a lot of money for. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, he said, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. And it was just like, all oh, right, okay. So I changed a lot of things after I worked with him the first time. Because mm. um, at that time, I had a girl who modelled for me, um, who I thought, for me, was a good representation of my product. And he said, you've got an older product on a younger girl. Mm. I was like, oh. And I'd never seen that. Yeah. I'd never yeah. really looked it in their minds. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I have actually. So, um, and he said, you pick who you want. It's your brand, so you pick who you want to represent your brand. Because mm. it's your name on it. And I was like, right, okay, yeah, 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 I get that. Um, so then, gradually, as I've, I've moved along, um, I've owned my brand. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, unless, I mean, there is designers out there that do do that, but not so many but I would have not known that unless he'd have explained that to me. Yeah. He says, I'll tell you where you're going wrong. Mm. This is where you're going wrong. And mm. uh, I was like, right, okay. And I took that on board very much, and that's what I've implemented all the mm. way through. Mm. Um, and I'm quite a fussy bugger in um, fashion shows as well, because mm. I, won't, I won't necessarily... They'll say that you've got X amount of models, and I'll go, I'll have you, 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 and you. And I will leave the rest, because it's right. It's a representation yeah. of your work. Yeah. And it's aesthetically, people look with their eyes, yeah, as you well know, being yeah. a model. Yeah. Um, and you can put, I've had ponchos on some girls and they've looked awful. Mm. And I've actually stood behind the wings thinking, oh no. Oh, no. Mm. And I've thought, why have I let that go out like that? Mm. And that's because I've not had the confidence in the past to go, no, it doesn't suit you. Yeah. You're not walking in it. Do you think that's an age thing as well? Do you think, are you more confident now than you were when you were younger? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Certainly more confident now. I'm certainly more confident confident now than I've ever been. I'm a more confident woman. Um, I don't see change in me, but my partner says, my God. Mm. But I, I, I don't think yeah. you do, because you're just trundling on, aren't you? Yes. As women, you're yeah. just trundling yeah. on and you get yeah. focused. Heads down and you're focusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I am, yeah I'm definitely more confident in, in quite a lot of areas. Mm. It, it kind of leaks over into different departments, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Which is a good thing, but yeah. yeah. I'm certainly more confident in my, what how I want to see my products now. Yeah. yeah. Which I wasn't to begin with. I was just like, oh my God, yeah, that's great. I'll put you in that. And then looking at the photographs after thinking, no, that's, mm. that's not how I wanted it. But now I am. Mm. And I'm really quite on it. Good. But that comes with age as well, I think. Yeah. And he was really encouraging about the fact that you'd gone into this older, wasn't he? He was really supportive loved it. of that. Absolutely loved it. They all did. He's got a fantastic team. I hit it off with um, his team straight away because, for all intents and purposes, I was I was the older, oldest girl on the block. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they were all quite yeah. a bit younger than yeah. me. Not that young though. They weren't sort of like twenties. Some mm. of them, quite a few of them, were in the thirties. But there was only like three of us. Um, but I was the oldest girl there. Um, I like to say, girl. <laughs> um, he has a phenomenal team, absolutely phenomenal team. Uh, nothing's too much trouble for them. And I hit it off with them really well. I hit it off with Natalie and Susie. Natalie's his um, manager. 
uh, events manager and Susie's his brand manager and I hit it off with them straight away. Um, I think they were just like, we've never had anything like you come through <laughs> our doors. Yeah. I, don't th- I, d- I think I'm a rarity. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, the fact that A, you've gone into it older, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. B, without the fashion yeah. colleges and, yeah. the, and, the, and the degrees and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. is. I mean, how has that gone down on the whole with people? Are oh. they quite surprised in the industry? Um, I got talking to somebody once and they said, you've clearly got a natural talent. It would have been really interesting to see what, what, it, what would have developed if you'd have gone through college, university. Because I think, you know, if it had been developed, it would have been amazing. But you have a natural gift. That's obviously come through from my grandma. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of people pass comment either thinking that I'm the designer's mother. That That's a regular one. That's just terrible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a regular, is that designer's but mother. But what do you say to them when they say that? I laugh. It's a coping mechanism. At first, I found it very, very insulting. Yeah. Um, but then I laughed because I was like, right, okay, that's fine, whatever. But, you know... Because doesn't that show you what people in society think of women over 40s and 50s? That we're past it and There's we can't possibly do it. There's goes on, though, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There is so much of that goes on. I'm sure you've found it. Well, there. I have in, on my side of the yeah, thing, but you don't tend to think of it from the designer's point of view. Well, a lot of them are a lot... What, well, what I did realise very quickly is that they are very young. They are very, very mm. young. I can still go to shows now, and if I go with some other some of the other girls I know who are in the late 30s, mid-30s, there's still that... Oh, are you the designer's mum? I did do I won't name names, but I recently did a fashion show with some people and one of the girls she's the thirty eight. Phenomenal designer, absolutely mm. phenomenal designer. But one of her um interns said, Oh, she says, So which child of yours is designing? It's shocking. It really I is laugh. shocking, isn't it? I laugh, but the girl who But they must be embarrassed. The designers designers and she just turned and she just she was laughing and she was just like you've already bought some of her gear <laughs> she's not even tweaked yeah that's cool it's cool i i think it's good because well you're breaking the mold like you break you're, you're pushing those stereotypes out of the way which is important yeah yeah because yeah. if i can get somebody else to come through from anything from 40 onwards brilliant let's have it yeah that's what I drives know. me to do this. Yeah. Because if one person's out there listening to this, they think, so, well, actually, I've got this desire to try and do something, they'll be do less it. scared to do it. Yeah. Absolutely do it. Absolutely yeah. do it. Mm. Do it. Don't matter what it is. If it's not, you know, if, it, if, if it's something you've really, really, really wanted to do, do it. Mm. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm tackling, I'm tackling things bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, right, okay, I'd like to have a go at that, right, I'd like to have a go at that. It's like I eventually want to start doing some sort of like felted clothes. Mm. I love working with wool. Yeah. I don't I haven't learned how to felt yet, but I will do. I'll probably either pick it up off YouTube or I'll find mm. somebody who can help me, but I will do that. But it's just like having a go at something yeah. because each individual, and this is not just down to um, women, it's men as well, we we've all got a little bit of magic in us and we can't take that to the grave. No, you're right. We yeah. can't. Mm. It's not. It's not for us to take to the grave. It's for us to share with us, with our fellow man, mm. and that's how I see it. Mm. Um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that I had this into, until I was put into a situation within my life where I had to find something else to do. Yeah, I don't have any regrets. It's been tough, but yeah. I don't have any regrets. Mm. How ambitious are you now? Because obviously, it's kind of evolved gradually, hasn't it? How ambitious are you up for you, for the company for um, the brand? 
crazily going to try and um, find some boutiques in France, in mm-hmm. Paris, and I don't know they're absolutely crackers. <laughs> no, you're not. I've been having a little a little sweat of the brow the last <laughs> few weeks about this, I can tell you. I've been like, really? You think that you can get into a French boutique, really? Um, but why not? I suppose it's the if you don't side. try, exactly. you don't know, and that's yeah. that's where I am with it. Yeah. So I'm looking abroad, really. Mm. Um, it's been quite a struggle over in England, simply because our high street's really struggling. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the boutiques are going under. Mm. A lot of them are going under. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it is really sad. I've I've lost um, just this this year, last year alone, should I say, I've lost three mm. that've shut, not because they didn't like my stuff, they've yeah. had to shut. Yeah. Um, and that's really kind of sad because they've lost their business as well. Yeah, of course. So it's not just about me, it's about they've actually been working. And we all know what it's like when you're working for yourself, mm. you're working silly hours. Yeah. Um, and they've lost their business, so it's a tough old game. But mm. yeah, I'm taking a collection to Paris over in August, 31st of August. Well. Going over there and going and doing a recce and seeing what's what and who's where and mm. what's going on. Um, and I'm going to apply to a department store in Copenhagen. Oh, fabulous. So, yeah, this year, with the help of a coach I've got, we're taking it out of the room. Mm. We're going to try and take it out of the room. Mm. So that's the plan. Mm. We're going to take it out of the room into a factory. Yeah. Because that's been one of my stickings where I've thought, how can I get from A to B? Um and I got myself a coach and she was like, this is how we do A to B. Mm. We do it here and we start with you. Yeah. And you've got to look to yourself to take yourself forward. Mm. That takes your product forward, which is sounds very simple. Mm. But when you've not been in that arena before, which I've never been yeah, in that arena. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge learning curve. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably get a dither on about that as well, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's where I'm going. I'm, I'm so how do you forward. cope when you... Because you are... Taking massive leaps out of your comfort zone, mm. continuously. How do you how do you cope with that? How, what you just been? How sleepless do you... nights, <laughs> Rachel. Sleepless mm. nights. I'm not the greatest sleeper. Mm. I overthink a lot of things. So, what I have learned to do now is um, meditate. Right, and it's been my savior. Mm. That's interesting. It's been my savior. I've been able to control my habitual habit of overthinking things, which therefore. Keeps to a certain degree has kept me in my comfort zone, but now I'm just like when I'm a bit stressed and a bit worried about something, it's like I was getting a bit anxious because I'm not at the minute not being able to find the wool I want for the Paris collection because the Paris collection has literally got to be all singing and dancing, it mm. has to be absolutely not that my stuff isn't, but that has to be yeah. stamped because Paris is the creme de la creme, yeah. And I was overthinking it the other day and I thought, oh, <laughs> so I went and sat on my bed and got my headphones on um, and I've got a Headspace app. I mean, there is other apps available, mm. but that is absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, and I sat and listened to that and then I thought, right, the right will will turn up, stop stressing. But I inherently do work quite well under pressure. Right. I've literally been sewing stuff up a couple of hours before I'm due out to take it out oh, onto gosh. a runway. Mm. So... It's knowing, it's knowing what you're capable of. Yeah. It's just, I know there's a lot riding on this. Yeah. So meditation keeps me cool at the moment. Mm. It's been the difference between sink or swim. That's really interesting because I, I've dabbled in it, but I've not actually, it's yes. not become a habit yet, which I think is the important thing, isn't it? You've got to do it continuously yeah. so that it becomes part of your everyday life. The thing about it is with it, you can do it for 
three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. You can do it as long as you want. I got the app um, and I started off on five minutes and built ten to fifteen. Um, I'm hovering around fifteen and half an hour depending at the moment. But it is really, really, really good for somebody who chronically overthinks like I have done in the past. I'm able to prioritise stuff a lot more better and think, right, don't worry about that. It will be what it will be mm. and it will be what it will be. And now because I've got that mindset, I've been more successful. Yeah. I've not really got myself wound up about it. My partner said to me the other day, he said, have you got yourself started for Paris yet? And I went, no. I says, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> It was right. It'll be all right. <laughs> you'll, you'll sort it out. You'll sort it out. And so I has the right one arrived? Has it come into you yet? No. And I don't mind paying a good price mm. for good wool. Mm. And Do you try and source stuff? Because we're, we're, we're in such a, yeah. a kind of rich textile history, aren't we, in Yorkshire? Yeah. So local. I've got some absolutely phenomenal wool from Martin Mills, which is just down the road, mm. Pool and um, Wharfdale. I'll give them a plug because their wool's absolutely stunning. Mm. But it's not Paris, unfortunately. Mm. And that's what I went for. I went to the wool sale for that to look for a, a collection to put together to take to Paris. But I'm doing that for sort of like country, um, countryside stores. Yeah. I've already sort of worked that in. I've done those ponchos already for that. But I know what I've got in my eye for it. It's it's what materialises. I don't mind paying a fair bit for it. It's mm. just, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be really, really, really good. And at the moment... And a lot of dark year, well, we're middle of summer, but it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't think so, would you? Yeah. No, you wouldn't think so. But there is still um, the wool's all year round, and a lot yeah. of fabric places just hold on to it. And I've not yet seen anything that's really. I've gone. I've got to have that. Mm. I've got to have that. Mm. I haven't run into any of that yet. And the minute I run into that, I'll know that I found my collection yeah, yeah. because it, it is. It just grabs you. Yeah. I guess that's part of the excitement of it yeah. as well, isn't it? How it yeah, evolves yeah. the whole collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when I'm creative, um, the cat's hide out of the bedroom. Mm. So everybody knows the bedroom door's shut and the cat's out. Mm. She's like, they the door crying. Yeah. Did she... you know that you were creative when you were younger? Because you obviously, you clearly are a very creative person. Um, I think I was creative when I was a small child, but um, for reasons that as um, I was brought up in a broken family... Mm. Um, there wasn't time for me to be creative, really. Yeah. Um, my elder brother, um, phenomenal artist when he was younger. My younger brother was a ballet dancer. Right. So he was very creative. Mm. Um, ballet dancer and model. Um, I danced a lot when I was younger. I got all my bits and pieces, believe it or not, mm. certificates and stuff. But I, th I always thought it was more of that. I actually am going to try my hand at painting. Oh, right. But more... Abstract. Yeah. And my son is a phenomenal artist. So mm. the art's come down. And, yeah, it's in the blood. Yeah, it's come down yeah. that way. Whereas I can create with, with material. I do like creating with material. Mm. I like throwing stuff on my mannequin and just walking up and having a look and a shuffle in a pin mm. here and that. And, and I've got some ideas actually for some really funky tartan tweed jackets, but really out there. Mm. Um, I did oh, I some a while ago. I love a bit of tartan. I love it. I do, yeah. 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 You'll see, you'll see my red tartan ponchos. Yes, yeah. I like the really gary colours, you know. So yeah. most people are going, oh my God, I'm not wearing yeah. that, but I'm just, I'm all over yeah. it. I did some a while ago. When I first started, I played about with that and I thought, nobody's going to buy that, nobody's going to wear them. And actually, people have bought that and mm. people have wore them. So mm. 
Um, I only made a few, but they did go and they did sell. Mm. So I think I'm going to have another bash at that. Mm. So I'm going to move into like different coats and jackets mm. as well this season coming. And uh, you've also done a bit of, didn't you go and learn how to be a radio presenter? I did, yes. Talking of creativity. What led yes. you to that? Um, I need to get people a bit like you. I need to pull people out of out of the out of the norm. Mm. I've, as I've been, gone along, so many people have gone, oh, aren't you brave? And yeah. I've gone, I don't know if it's brave, I just, it was desperation at one point, and then you just get going, but I've I met so many people, and I think, no, and I say to them, what do you want to do? And they say, and they go, well, why are you doing it? And they go, oh, and I go, no, 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 mm. do it. So it was almost like, I'm going to try and eventually um, get a, a show together, of which I would like you and a few other people on. I would love to. Um, to talk about the reinvention of oneself. Mm. Because when you say you've reinvented yourself, people think that's very, very difficult. Mm. It's messy, mm. but I, do, I don't perceive it as difficult, but I perceive it as it's beautiful. Mm. It's liberating, isn't it? You find parts of yourself that yeah. you never knew existed. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. 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 There is little compartments and you think, yeah. oh my God, I didn't even know I were capable of that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know, I wouldn't have even dreamed that I'd have been attracted to that or, or I've done that. Mm. And, and I feel compelled to help people to do that. So getting the word out really um, is what I want to do. Mm. So through the power of media, because as we know, yeah. The power of media is very powerful yeah. for the positive. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I'm currently on with it at the minute. So where did you do that? Just in local college? Uh, no, BCB in Bradford. Um, I'm just currently trying to work out how I want to put this uh, programme together because what, what I want to run is, is I want to run like a personal development programme, but I also want to run like a, an empowerment programme. So it's, it's kind of working out how to do that. And, and what platform, because as much as I do love BCB, the platform's not mm. big enough and I want to take this a little bit yeah. bigger. Yeah. So do I go to Radio Leeds mm. or do I go somewhere else? So mm. I'm a bit like that at the moment as to which way to go. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I've am i got that on the back burner at the minute because cause I had this crazy idea of going to Paris. Yeah. That's taking all my yeah, time at the moment. Yeah. But I am I do want to do that because I've met so many people who are gonna go over with a dream inside of them and I don't mm. think that's right. Yeah. And especially even even when you're older, more so when you're older. Mm. But nobody nobody in society and especially um especially one another encourages one another to yeah. do that. And don't you think and and there is this north south divide mm. we're both northern northern lasses but it, it you know predominantly working class yeah, yeah but i wasn't brought up to say go and follow your dreams it was a case of i like, go get yourself a job and do anything as long as you can pay your bills absolutely and, and i think that's still quite inherited in in oh, yeah. in the north very much so i mean i i for a very long time was um i, I was challenging um, youth work youth worker challenging behavior mm. and also youth offending um and there was still that cast iron set attitude, especially around, dare I say it, council estates yeah. and, and lower echelon families where there's an expectation and, and don't get ideas above your station. Yeah. And it still is now, yeah. to this day. Yeah. And I would like to think that I thought we'd move forward and we haven't. Yeah. 
especially with girls, mm. boys are expected to do, and mm. girls are expected to do. And it's like, no. I mean, I do know that universities has opened up a lot of doors to even the working class, but there's still not enough opening that door. Yeah. Even not even of yeah. a younger age, um, let alone let alone of an older age. I went back to um, return to learn to do my English and things when I was about twenty eight, um, and there was a couple of older women in there, and that was beautiful. But through browbeating and just general family, they gave up on it, mm. which mm. is really sad because. Yeah. The confidence isn't there. Yeah. And if we can instill that little bit of confidence into them to say, yes, you can do whatever you want to do. I don't know, do you want to do a bicycle ride around the world? Do you want to, I don't know, do you want to go to Markham for the day? Have you always wanted to go to, it doesn't matter, do it. Mm. Do it because once you've done it once, you've set the seed. Yeah. It's about setting the seed yeah. in your brain. Once you've done it once, you think, oh, I can do, mm. I can do X, Y and Z. Yeah. And that's what it's about Yeah. for me. Yeah, me too. And I found yeah. that I say yes to things so much more now and then worry about it afterwards because yeah. you don't know what what it's going to lead to or if you're going to enjoy it or not, but you've got to give it a try. You don't know what doors are going to open for No, you really don't. No, 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 no. And, and if you don't say yes, you don't open the door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we spoke about parachute jumping. I've always yes. wanted to do parachute jumping yeah. and my family think I'm absolutely crackers. <laughs> they think I'm absolutely lo- lost my lot. <laughs> And it's just like, no, it's just, it's, it's, I've always wanted to do it mm. and I'm going to do it. Don't know when I'm going to do it, but yeah. I'm going to do it. I can recommend a great place in, in the Lake District. <laughs> <laughs> we will speak about that, but yeah. yeah. And it's the one thing I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. Mm. And it's just like what we're saying, do whatever it is, do yeah. it. I'll do it because I've stood up and talk, spoke, publicly spoke to a lot of people I mean, these have been knocking under my, under my skirt. Mm. But, but you've still you know, done it. I've still done it. Yeah. And that encourages you to go on and do something else. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? Um, ooh, I've had a few. If you don't try, you'll never know. Mm. Just do it. You can do it really scared. A lot of people think you've got to be confident and uber sorted out mentally and physically. No, not true. Not at all. Yeah. So, so, so untrue. And what I have found out is what the people who I've generally looked up to and seen and thought, oh, well, you know, they'll, they'll have got that boxed off. I've learned that a lot of people have got nothing boxed mm. off. They're just literally winging it as yeah. they go along. Yeah. And that is the secret. Yeah. You know, just do it. Just just have a go. Mm. And that's, that's the best bit of advice. I, I'm more inclined to just have a go now. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And if it doesn't, I'm off. Yeah. I'll just go do it. I've got something else. Mm. And the, the, you mentioned before that you've, you've now been working with a coach, with Susie Basto, from, who you connected with through, through Gok One. Yeah. Uh, but I think mentors and coaches for our age group is a fantastic idea because we just don't, especially when you're in a new area, it's so hard to work on your own and figure out your direction and trust yourself to have somebody else there. Yeah. How beneficial has that been to you so far? Massively for me because... They could all see my potential. I couldn't see my potential mm. in the beginning. I couldn't see it. It wasn't. I wasn't clueless. I just could not see it. Yeah. Um, I was just making ponchos and capes. I thought were quite nice. Mm. And there was like, no, you've got something. You've got something. You've got, you know, you've got a lot more to to offer up. 
Um, and I got to a point really within within myself and my business where um, I was quite frustrated with where my life was going. I wasn't really happy. And I, and I think if we ask questions ourselves all through different points in his life, none of us are really happy with hmm. where his lives are going. It's just some of us are more brutally honest than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is down, yes, it it is is. right down yeah, to right. honesty as to yeah. whether mentally you're happy, physically you're happy. Yeah. Um, and I'm brutally honest and I was not happy um, with where I was at, at that point. And what I had realised is what I was doing wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So I knew about coaches and I knew about life coaches and I knew all about them. I've known about them for quite a long time. Actually, um, somebody's bit of advice was invest in yourself. I think yeah, that's, on that earlier. yeah, that's really important. It's the best thing you can yeah. do. And, that, and that's a hard thing to do because like, we've just had this conversation You're not encouraged earlier. to, not, not as, at all. Not no. from a child, not no. to an adult. You are not encouraged. I yeah. don't think in this country per se... And I think it's an, it's very much an American thing, is coaching mm. and stuff like that, and they're very, very big on it. But in this country, it's almost like it's slightly frowned upon. Mm. When I've spoke to people before and I've said I've got a coach, and they've gone, oh, do you think you are? That's yeah. it. No, it's not that. Mm. It's not that. I've been there, seen it, done it, got a T-shirt, and it hadn't helped me. Mm. So I'm trying another T-shirt yeah. on. Yeah. Um, got the DVD and all that for that, but so I'm going to try another way mm. around it because that way around it didn't work for me. And it's like how many times you knock on a door that's not going to open. Mm. Coaching for me has been phenomenal because I've been able to deal with my overthinking and I've also been able to do with deal with getting myself out of my comfort zone mm. um, because I've 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 actually hindered myself for quite some time. I can't recommend coaching enough. Mm. I, I really can't recommend coaching enough. I couldn't afford it. Yeah. I couldn't afford it. Yeah. I can't afford it. Yeah. I'm technically working for nothing, mm. but I can afford it because the riches that are coming through. Yeah. I, six months ago, I wouldn't have dared about dreaming putting a, a collection together to go to Paris. Yeah. Wouldn't have even considered it. Wouldn't yeah. have even dreamt about it. And now I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. Brilliant. It's so exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I don't brilliant. know if crackers are not. No, not at all. No, you're not, because they are amazing, your ponchos and cakes. Yeah. They really are beautiful. Yeah. But that's through having a coach, because I was like, Susie, what do you think to, about putting a collection to pack? I just had this idea, and she just jumped on it, and I was like, oh, no, don't get carried away. <laughs> she's like, Once you've said it out loud. <laughs> it come out, and yeah. she's like, Debbie, Debbie, yes, that's absolutely brilliant. I was like... Oh no, oh, yes, I can, can I? And it was like, no. And she was like, tell me why you can't. I was like, well, I can, can't. And she was like, yeah. I was like, why? Okay. And it's that. It's been able to spin those ideas off on somebody else because designing's a lonely place. Yeah. I don't really have anybody to. I mean, my, I've got my partner, but he's just like, yeah, yeah, do what you, you know. Yeah. And it's not. It's, that looks good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. You need someone to go. Right. We need to look at it this way. We need to look at it that way. Yeah. And what would happen if it didn't work out? How would you feel and where would you be? You'd be okay, wouldn't mm. you? You'd be like, oh, right, yeah, I would be okay. I'd still be okay. Yeah. And it's that. I guess it's that also that fear of, not that fear of not failing. If you fail, it doesn't matter. That's something. Yeah, as long as you learn doesn't. from it and move forward, it's yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, It's absolutely, and it's absolutely known that failure is just, it's, it's, it's just another word for move to another area, yeah. really. Yeah. You haven't failed, you've just not, yeah. You know, maybe not giving it all of your attention. Mm. 
So failure used to strike quite hard for me, but now I just think, well, no, I've just didn't give it. Didn't get enough attention. There's areas within my life that I'm not giving enough attention to. So mm. some things haven't worked out. But I've just, if I go back to it, probably I can give it a lot more attention. But failure don't frighten me anymore. Mm. Now it used to do. It doesn't. And and coaching's great. It's great for many things. It's not just about confidence. It's great for idea spinning. It's great for. Um, building those building blocks, us women can be really quite cruel to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we're very we hard can. on ourselves, aren't we? We can, yeah. we can, we can, and mm. it's just like you are a diamond. Mm. We're all diamonds, mm. but there's nothing wrong in thinking that you're a diamond. Yeah. But today, society doesn't want to hear that because then you know the ego comes into it, and I find that very fascinating. How mm. people perceive confident people to be egotistical, they're yeah. not. Because you actually don't know what's going on in their life to a certain degree. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would recommend coaching to anybody. I couldn't afford it, but I afforded it. Mm. So And I love it. And, and my coach, she's lovely. Mm. She's an absolute gem. She's an absolute darling. I can't recommend it. No, I'm her. looking forward to starting work yeah, with you. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you really, will. I know yeah. you'll benefit massively yeah. from her. No. Um, and she will hold you to things, and that's great because you need to be held to things. Yeah, because I've got I I do this thing where I'll because I, I, I'm full of ideas, and I'll do half of maybe the ideas yeah. that I come up with, and the other half I put the brakes on and I get scared and I run back in my little corner. She'll make you write them down. Yeah, she makes you write them down, and then she holds you to them. Mm. So you've got to come back with a with a plan or, mm. or how you're going to execute it or what. And for me, like you, I need that. Yeah. Because I can talk myself out of talking yeah, myself out easily. of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she goes, right, well, what are we going to do about that? And what's the time frame on that? And I go, I don't know. And yeah. she goes, no, 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 that's not good enough. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> why, did I, why did I bother? Mm. But I have reaped the benefits so yeah. far. And let's see what happens in Paris. How yes, exciting. Yes, yes. Can well, I just out. think it's fantastic. I'm, I'm so pleased that we've met up. Because yeah, you really it's are a, you. just a massive inspiration. I oh, could just, well, and I know that people listening will have will gain loads from you. Yeah. So well, just keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully, you inspire other people. Oh, as well. you definitely do, Debbie. Last three questions. So, what's your favourite song or piece of music that motivates you? I listen to so I, I listen to such a wide diversity of music. When you're working, do you listen to music? I so listening to music. So music is massive in my family because my partner is a classically trained violinist and also plays oh, guitar beautiful. and everything. So. Mm. And my son's very musical, so we've all got different tastes in music, but I do listen to music. Um, what would I say? Power of Love, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, what a beautiful, simple mm. song. I've been listening to that loads. I wouldn't say it's a favourite, but I can listen to it. The words say everything about how we should be as a society. Yeah. It, 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 it builds bridges. What about a book that's inspired you? Watership Down. Mm. It traumatised me, it didn't mm. inspire me, it traumatised me. <laughs> It's and the I music. Thought the film after when I was younger. <laughs> yes. I was like, "Why yeah. am I watching this? Yeah. I'm thirty odd. Why am I yeah. watching this?" I must admit, even if I hear the music now, that brings a lump to my throat. <laughs> it's pathetic, but yeah, yeah, I'm with well, you on that. I read it when I was a very young child. My mum got it for me. I don't know. Whether she, I don't know if she's not sure she liked me or not. But yeah, <laughs> like why am I? And then I watched the film and I was like, "Oh." Mm. And who inspires you? Any strong women. Really, any strong men, mm. uh, people in general, people who are out there doing unsung heroes or they're doing something in my family. My daughter very much inspires me. 
I put so much um, effort into getting her to, to be what I wanted to be that I couldn't be when mm. I was younger. And she's done some amazing things in a short space of time. And she would probably say, oh, no, but mum, you're my inspiration. No, but I'm sure she would. I was just thinking that because now look at what you're achieving. Yeah, doing. but she's done some phenomenal things and she still carries on to doing some phenomenal things. She did a lot of humanitarian things while she was in the armed forces, some really amazing things. Mm. Um, and she's just a super-duper nice human being. Mm. Um, but anybody who's out there, just, you know, not necessarily in the public light, but doing really good things for the fellow human. Yeah. Is because that's where we all need to be at with it, mm. you know. Olive branch passing out the hand. Yeah. Lean back, pull, pull the next person up. That's mm. my that is my philosophy. Mm. Bend down, pull the next person up because that's what I will be doing. Yeah. I won't be so big and so you know. Yeah. Introvert that I can't turn around and say, "Can I help you?" Mm. Um, and I find that there's not a lot of that goes off in the fashion industry. Mm. Yeah, it's very much. It's very doggy dog. Themselves. Yeah, yeah, and I can't yeah. cope with that because that's yeah. not how I am as no, a person. Yeah. I've cancelled models when they've had a bit of a doom well crying. <laughs> you know, like the like the maternal mother, and yeah. they're all looking at you as if they're playing the mum and get on with it. And I'm like, no, well, they're clearly upset. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would want to bring more of that. Mm. into the industry that I'm in. You are a gem. You really are. Thank yeah, you. absolute <laughs> pleasure to be around. So I am sure you've all been inspired, but if you'd like to see more of Debbie's fabulous collection, go to fruitbatsandscrewballs.com or you can follow her on Twitter at fscrewballs and Instagram fruitbatsandscrewballs. And I'll be back in a fortnight when I'm joined by Louise Prado, founder of Rejuvage, and we'll be talking all about how Louise's health and fitness regime has helped her in her 50s, what it's like exploring the world in later life, and our shared frustrations at how the media portray women over 40. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.